This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude I wanted to eat everything, and I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. Premise, the bank that gets it right. Premise is a member FDIC. ATM transactions do not count towards debit card rewards. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by God is My CEO, a prayer journal for entrepreneurs. I am so excited about this journal because it is the first ever prayer journal specifically for entrepreneurs. God gave me this idea a little over a month ago for me to create this journal for business owners. And I am just amazed with the response that has gotten thus far, the people who've been able to pre-order it and download the the virtual digital version um, and get started with growing that relationship with God and allowing God to be the CEO of their business. This journal is amazing because it has a space for you to surrender your business to God. Uh, it has a space for you to write down your million dollar ideas that God is going to give you as you grow in your relationship with him. It has a place for you to write down your answered prayers so that you can constantly be reminded that if he did it once, he'll do it again. There's a page, there's a section called I feel, but I know. In that section, it allows you to navigate the difficult feelings and sometimes just the very personal feelings of being an entrepreneur and relate that to what the scripture says so that you can be encouraged in those not so sexy parts of entrepreneurship. There's also a section for sermon notes. So if you guys are like me and you watch a lot of sermons online or if you just attend church, there's a section for you to take notes in there as well. And then, of course, there are the journaling pages. So there's there's a 
morning and evening section for you to journal and spend time with God every single day. So I'm so excited about this journal. I've been getting such amazing responses from everyone who's pre-ordered already and been able to utilize the digital version. So make sure you go to www.blessedandbossedup.com so that you can pre-order yours today. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I am so excited to be recording this show this morning. I actually just got back on Instagram from like a two week or so hiatus. I was actually going to be gone until like for like another week or so, but I got back on a little bit early and I'm just so grateful for all of the DMs that you guys sent, sent, send me, can't talk, send me every single day. I'm a little salty that I can't see like a lot of the stories I was mentioned in because because they expire after 24 hours. But thank you guys so much for the support that you give me, the support that you give this podcast. I truly appreciate all of you guys who listen to this show. Um, yeah, if you haven't gotten the, before we get into today's episode, if you haven't gotten the prayer journal, I definitely suggest you get that ASAP. We're going to be kicking off the Blessed and Bossed Up challenge where we're really going to be seeking God diligently together and holding each other accountable every single day as it relates to our business. I'm going to send out details to everyone who purchased the journal this week. So yeah, go to blessedandbossedup.com to get it. I'm personally, I'm so grateful for y'all. Like I'm personally writing thank you notes to everybody who's pre-ordered this journal. And I want you to understand like there is hundreds of people who ordered this journal. So my little finger is going to probably be bleeding, but I don't care. I, I really want to just thank you. And I'm going to try my best to make my handwriting legible <laughs> for y'all. But I really just want to thank you. Uh, do something extra to thank you for purchasing this journal. Um, and if you haven't pre-ordered the journal, definitely get it. It's also available on Amazon. So you can go to Amazon.com, search my name or search God is my CEO and it should pop up. That way you can Amazon Prime it as well and get that to you. So let's get into today's episode. I really don't have a title for today's episode, but um, I know I'm going to be talking a lot about marketing because if for you guys that don't know, I know we've been talking about being blessed and bossed up for the last couple of weeks, but marketing is my specific area of expertise. My undergrad degree is in PR. Um, I'm studying for my MBA right now. I have a digital marketing certification. All of my professional work has been in marketing. All of my everything is marketing. I love marketing so much. I, if I could help people make more money through marketing for free, I promise you I would just because I love it. But yeah, so I definitely wanted to talk about marketing because it's funny. I really haven't done an episode on this show about marketing. And I and the reason why I haven't is because one, there's so much to cover. And two, I didn't know exactly how I wanted to approach it. Um, so I have a couple points I wanted to discuss on today's episode about marketing. I'm going to be doing a masterclass on it for the second quarter. So in April sometime, I'm going to put out a masterclass on something involving marketing. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. But before I get into that, because I got on social media for the first time in a few weeks, I got a lot of DMs about just a lot of really really positive things that you guys have been saying about the show, saying about me. We got a lot of great reviews on iTunes. So definitely leave us a review on iTunes if you haven't. But a lot of people, somebody said something specifically that kind of triggered me a little bit and it wasn't negative, but they basically has said that I make making God the CEO of my business look um, I don't think they use the word perfect, but that's how I read it. And so I know that I talk a lot about the positives of making God the CEO of your business. I talk a lot about the blessings that I've received as a result of making God the CEO of my business. But I really, really want y'all to understand that, that it's not easy. And a lot of people, when they send me messages, they tell me like, yeah, it's definitely not easy, but it's worth it. And I'm like, 
Um, I hope I'm not painting the picture of this being easy. And I, and I wanted to really cover this before I talk about marketing, because this last week for me has been one of those not easy weeks. Um, Man, this past week for me, I have been the least productive I've ever been. I thank God for being who he is and for my business being where it is, because I I definitely I still was able to to make money. But I was the least productive that I've ever been. I was just the least motivated that I've ever been. Um, I was very much so just out of it. And I and I really don't know what it is. And this morning, and to be practical about what that looked like, I wasn't waking up on time. I told y'all I usually wake up at 5.30. I was sleeping in. Um, when I actually did wake up, it took a while for me to actually get to anything. Um, I just was not motivated. I wasn't praying as much as I normally do. I wasn't praying as confidently as I normally pray. I was kind of going through the motions. Um, I was more susceptible to doing things that I that I normally can have enough willpower to overcome. But it was just not a good week for me. And one thing that that God tells me a lot because I'm naturally an overachiever is that you don't have to be perfect. And that's something that I want to tell somebody like I just want to give you permission to not be perfect because a lot of times we make mistakes or we may do a uh, sin or we may do something that we know is unfavorable to God. And then we we kind of like hide out like I don't want to talk to God because I did this or I feel like I don't need to or I feel like God doesn't want to hear from me because he's mad at me or or I may feel ashamed for something that I did. And and that's how I always feel whenever I don't do the right thing and God tells me I don't have to be perfect so I want to give somebody else permission as well to understand that you don't have to be perfect and one of the great things about not having to be perfect is you're able to talk to other people about your imperfections and give them permission to not be perfect as well and you guys can just commit to being works in progress as opposed to just these quote unquote perfect Christians. And so I wanted to talk about my past week so that I can communicate that with you guys. I was not on point last week at all. And yesterday I kind of just prayed and was, was thanking God for that. I didn't have to be perfect. And also thanking God for always being there when I'm ready to get back on track. So today is Monday. Today is my fasting day. So I was really excited about today because fasting is when you really get closer to God. And so I was excited that, you know, it's Monday is the start of a new week. It's my fasting day. So I'm able to really just get back to it and realign myself the way that I need to, for the sake of my calling, for the sake of what it is that I have to do. And I, and I want to tell you guys, like when you're out here making God decisions, CEO of your business and you're doing the things that God told you to do. It's not easy. There's going to be times where you're not motivated. There's going to be times where you give in to not being motivated, but you can always realign yourself where it is that you need to be. So if any of you guys have fallen off in any type of way, you feel like you're not doing what you need to do in your business. You feel like that you, you said at the beginning of this year that you was going to make God the CEO of your business, or you said that um, you were going to make God a priority this year and you haven't. Or you may have even said, I'm going to lose weight this year and you haven't. Or you may have said that I'm going to start my business this year and you haven't. And you you may be beating yourself up because it's March, because fourth quarter is coming. I mean, fourth quarter, Jesus, because first quarter is coming to an end or whatever. You may be beating yourself up, but it's OK to just get back in, uh, get back into alignment for every day that we have. Breathing is another day to get back on track. So don't be afraid to, to pivot back to where you need to be. Don't put this unreasonable amount of pressure on yourself because there's enough pressure being called in the first place. And that's something else I wanted to kind of tell you guys too, is there's pressure that comes with living in your purpose. There's pressure. When you make a decision that you're going to make God the CEO of your business and you're going to let him lead you in everything that you do, please believe the devil is going to be working overtime to make sure that that don't happen. And that doesn't always come into the, in the form of like uh, uh, sickness. So that doesn't always come into the form of like a lost friendship or death in a family. It's not always that severe. Sometimes it's, it's seemingly small as distraction. 
if the I, I, somebody told me one day, like if the devil can't defeat you, he'll distract you or he'll make you procrastinate or he'll get into your head to where you're not waking up on time or he'll uh, unmotivate you. And that's where I was at last week. <laughs> and I thank God I can't tell you where I'm at now because it's only Monday. I've committed to getting back in the right place. But I really wanted to communicate that to you guys so you understand that it's not a perfect journey. It's a lot of work, but you always are able to pivot right back to where you need to be. And also, Again, with purpose comes pressure. So for me personally, with this new assignment that God has given me, with this direction that God has put me put me in, it's a lot of pressure. Like there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast. It's not like it's just my mama and them listening to this show. Like there are thousands of people. There are hundreds of thousands of people all over the world that I've never met before that listen to this podcast who find something in this show because I allow God to use me, who find something in this show that that impacts their lives in a positive way, who listen to this show every single week to get something for their life like that. That's a lot of pressure. You know, I've told y'all before, like as I'm growing into my confidence in this, I'm, I I think I've gotten to a good point of being confident and firm in who I am, but that does not take away the pressure. But I can tell you one thing is that I can handle it and you can too. So for any of you guys who are struggling with the pressure that comes along with doing what God called you to do, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have called you to do this if you couldn't handle it. And these are one of those moments where I'm going off on a tangent because I know God is leading me into this direction for somebody like you can handle it. You can handle that business idea that you have. You can handle helping those people that you are sent to help. You may be thinking, oh, this is just little old me. No, it's big old you. You know, God already made you who you are for a reason. You can handle it. But the devil, the naysayers, your family, your mother, your cousin, your friend, your boyfriend, whoever, they're trying to convince you otherwise. They're just being used by the enemy to convince you that you're not who God called you to be or you can't change the world, that you're too young to make an impact. And that was a lie that was told to me when I first got into this entrepreneur thing. I was 23 years old, fresh out of college. Like, who am I? You know, at this point, I'm 26 years. I just turned 26. I'm I'm still in the midst of my 20s. I ain't grown yet. Quote unquote grown yet. You know what I mean? I'm in the midst of my 20s, but God has called me to do amazing things. God has called me to be a leader of women at 26 years old. And a lot of people may tell me I'm too young. I'm too inexperienced. I'm too this. I'm too that. But I'll tell you one thing. If God put me in this position, I don't really care what I'm too what you think I'm too anything to do. I know I'm going to do it and I know I can handle it. I can handle any of the naysayers that come with it. And for you guys that's listening, you can handle that too. Start that business. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. If God is putting it in your heart now, you have to qualify it though. Let's be clear. You have to qualify that that's God telling you to do something. But if he tells you to do something, you got to walk with the boldness and the confidence of I got this. It may be pressure, but I got this. You know, my mom tells this, told this story a lot. um, And it really stuck with me was there was this, this donkey that was y'all probably like, girl, what? There was this donkey, right? Just just hanging there with me, y'all. There's this donkey in his ditch. And they put this donkey in his ditch and they were tormenting him. And just it was just people outside of the ditch just throwing dirt on him, throwing stuff at him. And every time something was was thrown at this this animal, this donkey, he dusted it off, like he shook it off, and then he stood on top of it. And they kept throwing stuff on him. They kept throwing stuff. They kept telling him he couldn't do this because he was too young. They kept telling him that he wasn't qualified to do this. They kept telling him that he didn't have the education to do this. They kept telling him that he didn't have the experience to do this. They kept telling him that that he wasn't wise enough. They kept telling him because he wasn't married, he couldn't do this. They kept telling him because he didn't have kids, he couldn't understand. But he just shook it off and he stood on top of it. And eventually he was out that ditch. Eventually he was uh, uh, above them because he was elevated with everything that they threw over him. So the same thing for you guys, like whatever people are throwing at you, whatever, whatever you might be throwing at yourself, because a lot of times this stuff is that's paralyzing us, that keeps us in this fearful state of things that we're making up. But 
whatever it is that you have in your head, whether it's from outside persons or internally, you have to shake it off and stand on top of it. Use it to elevate you. Like I may be this, but because God called me to do this, it doesn't matter. Like how amazing is that? That it doesn't matter. You you don't have to worry about the things that other people have to worry about when God tells you to do something. And so I know that's for somebody who may either be struggling with the pressure of what God is calling them to do or who may be feeling and ashamed that they that they may have let all of those things get to them. It's another opportunity for you to to make that pivot. I'm giving you permission. I'm giving you permission to give yourself permission to not be perfect. Give, you just have to get back into alignment. If the pressure has been getting to you, it dust it off. You know, I told you guys this last week was not the best week for me. I don't think the pressure got to me, but I let the devil throw me off track. And that's okay because now that I know that it will not happen again, you know, and one thing that I have to constantly just keep to the forefront, the most powerful thing about me is my mind for one. And number two, it's my mouth. My God has using, used my mouth, the things that I say, my, my, my instrument is my mouthpiece. God is using this to impact people. God is using this for me to impact the world. And my mind, my perspective, the way that I decode things and communicate them for, to other people are powerful. Those are gifts. And those are the things that the devil is going to silence in me. The devil is going to make me not feel like talking because when I open my mouth, things happen. The devil is going to make me uh, be lazy or want to just sleep and not do anything because once I'm up and active, then things happen. And so I have to, and this is me preaching to myself, I have to keep that to the forefront and remember how powerful those, especially those two things for me is. And I have a lot of people riding on that. And a lot of times the devil might use that, 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 that pressure to make you perceive it as something to fear. But we have to change that and make it something to motivate us. When I got back on Instagram today, like seriously, I, I got up on time this morning and I was up, I was out the bed. Like I was, co- I was committed to making this week better than last week, but I had still been on social media and I wanted to get on Instagram, of course. And so I was like, man, God, can I just download this app back, please? And so I got permission to get back on Instagram. And when I got back on it and I'm reading my DMs and I'm reading, and all the, the nice things that you guys are saying, it's like, this is why I had to get up. Like, this is why I can't let the devil win because there are too many people riding on me. Like it's, it's or riding uh, or too many people who are counting on me. And so even though it may have been a bad week, even though with purpose comes pressure, it also comes the motivation to be like, I may not want to get up for myself today, but I know that somebody who's going to listen to this podcast needs to hear what I have to say. I know that when we do this blessed and bossed up challenge that I'm going to need to be on my A game because I'm going to have to be able to talk to you guys to, to whatever our topics are going to be for each day. I'm going to have to be able to talk to you guys to keep you motivated and encouraged to, to make God the CEO of your business. And from you making God the CEO of your business, so many things are going to happen in your life. So in order for me to to kind of start the domino effect, so to speak, I got to get up and start it and not let the devil knock me off. And so that was that's something I actually realizing as I'm talking that I have to do. And that's something that you guys have to do as well. There's a lot of people counting on you to do what God told you to do. God doesn't give you a purpose for yourself. It's for other people. So, again, for that person who feels like they fell off or they had a bad week like me. Hey, y'all listen to me every week. I'm your girl, right? That happens to me too. This blessed and bossed up life is not easy. Sometimes we fall off, but we're not defined by us falling. We're defined by us getting back up. We are blessed and bossed up because we get back up. We're blessed and bossed up because we may lose uh, certain battles, but we always win the war. We're blessed and bossed up because all things work out for our good, even the things that we that don't look like it. You know, so again, 
like I said, if you fell off, get back on track. If you feel in the pressure of who God called you to be, use it to motivate you, dust it off and stand on top of it so that you can continue to elevate despite what the naysayers say and despite whatever you may be telling yourself and understand that whatever your gift is, that's what the devil is going to use to throw you off. I'm a quiet person. I never even realized this until recently, but I'm naturally a quiet person. My whole life, I've been quiet. I only speak when I have something to say. And sometimes even if I have something to say, I just don't say anything because I don't feel like it. But the reason why the devil kept me quiet is because when I open my mouth, things change. People, people make changes in their lives. Things happen when I open my mouth. So now I'm like, oh, if he's trying to shut me up, that means I need to talk. Or if, if he's trying to keep me lazy, that means I need to get up and get active to get my mind working because my mind is powerful. And all of our minds are powerful, but I'm just speaking to my gifts specifically. So whatever your gift is, if you haven't felt like it, your emotions are super deceiving. Don't do what you feel like. What you feel like should never determine what it is that you do because they your emotions are not loyal. So, um, yeah, whatever, if you might be feeling whatever your gift is, if you might be feeling like you don't want, feel like singing or if you don't want to do whatever your gift is, that's what you have to do. And that's just the devil trying to shut you up. So yeah, once again, I have no clue who that was for. I told y'all I pray before I cut on the mic. I have like my notes and, um, I always ask God, like, if I need to go on a rant, just, just speak through me, let me go. So that was one of those. So shout out to whoever that was for, but that definitely helped me as well. So moving into what I wanted to talk about today was marketing. So I want to cover three points as it relates to marketing. I know a lot of you guys, when you're first starting your business, whatever your business is, maybe your specific expertise. So let's say you are a trainer. So you may be great at fitness and nutrition, but marketing may not be your thing. So my first thing I want to say is that when you're an entrepreneur, you need to be well versed about marketing. You don't necessarily need to know the little nuances. That's why you outsource it to people or learn from people who are experts in that area. But at the bare minimum, you should know how you should be marketing. You should know very well your target audience and you should also know the marketing trends. So that way you're not late to the party. Um, So somebody else may be able to work out the different technical details of your marketing plan. But at the very least, you should know like, hey, people aren't reading blogs anymore. So I need to do something like a podcast or doing more video because that's what the trends are saying. So at the bare minimum, that's the type of knowledge that you need to have along with having a very deep understanding of your target audience. So I'm, I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about target audience. I'm just going to tell you that you need to understand your target audience like you know your best friend. And a great example of this is Amazon. So one of Amazon's guiding principles is uh, to be customer obsessed. And so what they mean by that is they want to know their customers like they know the back of their hand. We didn't ask Amazon for Amazon. Amazon Prime, but they knew us well enough to know, like, if you could give somebody something that's inexpensive and they can get it in two days or less, like, come on, they they need that. Or the whole Alexa thing. Now, Google has like the Google Home. So having some type of technology in your house that can do things for you. So again, we didn't ask for these specific things, but they're provided to us because of the in-depth understanding that Amazon has of their consumer. So you have to be, be like Amazon in a sense of being customer obsessed to where you know everything possible. You know what they do when they first wake up. You know what type of toothpaste they use. Like, you know your target audience like you know your mom, your best friend, yourself. So first things first, when it comes to your business, a lot of us, we're solopreneurs right now because we don't have employees. We don't have, let's uh, let's say, a team or anything like that. It's just us starting this business, really getting things off the ground and, and defining how we're going to do our business and all of this stuff. But just because you're a solopreneur right now and not necessarily a small business owner, quote unquote, meaning you don't have like a certain number of employees or anything like that. 
that doesn't mean that you get to you get a cop out as it relates to setting up certain things in your business. So before you even get to how you're going to be marketing your business, you need to define what your business is, what your core values are and how you do things. You have to prepare that now. So by the time you're in a position to be able to bring on people, it becomes that much easier. I talked about this in a take control episode of the podcast. Um, I don't remember what episode that was, maybe about two episodes back where I was talking about how um, I was taking like the uh, animal assessment, the Chris Daniel animal assessment. And my reasons for that was because I needed to understand who I am, how I work so that when I start building, hiring people and building a team, I know exactly who I need on my team and why. And really defining what my business is, how it operates, of course, consulting God, but then knowing everything I need to know to bring other people on so that we can we can start to build this well-oiled machine because I know for a fact I'm not going to be able to do all of this myself forever. And so for you guys, you really have to define your business, your core values and how you do things. I'm going to keep talking about Amazon just because I told y'all I'm studying for my MBA. So a lot of my work I've been using Amazon as like my company of choice. Um, and so Amazon has 14 leadership principles that that defines everything that they do. If you Google Amazon leadership principles, you'll be able to see, and I'll actually include it in the show notes for you guys so that you can be able to look those up. But the great thing about Amazon is they don't just do the same core values that everybody has. Like if you look up any company, their core values will probably say something like teamwork, diversity, or something like that. Those are like the buzzwords that are usually in it. But instead, what Jeff Bezos, the CEO of Amazon, wanted to do was he wanted to create a totally different culture and a totally different business structure within Amazon as opposed to what was done what's uh, done traditionally in business and so I bring that up because when it before you even get to your marketing you have to understand who you are and what you do who your business is and what you do and I'm going to talk about personal branding in a second but it's important though that you define your business now like I said a lot of us we may be solopreneurs but you also have to make a decision of if I want to be a company do if I want to have if I want to do uh, if I want to have this company that employs people that has a multitude of clients that's scalable etc or do I just want to do this on the side am I just freelancing whatever my expertise is to make extra money on the side if that's what it is that's fine but you have to define and decide what it is you're working towards and that's going to determine whatever your next step is so for you guys that's listening definitely take a second to define what your business looks like long term, what your core values are and how you're going to do what's going to be those those governing principles that define how you do things so that when you bring somebody on, when you start building that team and you hire somebody, you could say, here is a. I don't know. Here's T. Harrison Consulting. This is what we stand by. These are the core values that drive everything we do. So whenever it comes to making a decision, this is what we refer back to. How is what we're doing on a day to day going back to the culture, going back to the core values? That's something that I've learned from a lot of people, a lot of uh, successful entrepreneurs that I've spoken to recently is the importance of building up that team is having that central understanding of what the business is and what it does. And also that's what people are going to buy into. That's when people are able to catch the vision. But if you aren't able to articulate and communicate what that vision is, how can you bring on somebody and expect them to be enthusiastic about growing your dream? So for me, this is something that's a huge priority for me right now. As I'm allowing God to be the CEO of my business and we're defining what it is that we do and how we do it and things like that and me understanding who I am as a leader, then I know the type of people I need to bring on. Then I know how I'm able to talk to people to get them to understand what it is that we do and what the vision is for them to catch. Then I'm able to kind of talk to them to make sure that we're like-minded and make sure that there's something for them to get out of working with me as well. Remember I told you guys again on the Take Control episode is one of the men there has said um, if you're the only person getting something out of 
of hiring somebody, then you're already wrong. So they have to be getting something out of working for you as well. But you are able to tell them or communicate what they'll be getting out of it or even determine what they're getting out of it if you don't even know who you are. So that's a, a point that I really wanted to cover before we talk about other areas of marketing is you really have to define your business, your core values and how you do things. Because if you don't want to be a solopreneur forever, then you have to prepare for it. Next, I want to talk about marketing yourself, like personal branding for a second, because right now people don't buy from businesses. People buy from people. And a lot of us, because we're in this solopreneur state, we are our businesses. So consequently, we are marketing ourselves. In addition to coming up with what your business uh, core values are, you have to market yourself as well, because we can't just hide behind logos anymore. People are buying from people. People are opting into experiences and things like that. So then you have to, after you, again, after you define what your business and things, is then you have to define um, how you're going to market yourself. And so the first step to doing that is you have to be clear about who you are and who you are not. So, and, and more importantly, I think it's really important for you to define who you are not because who you are can be very generic. Like, oh, I'm, I'm caring, I'm loving, I'm kind. I want to give back. I want to do all of these things. But who are you not so that you can def- that so that you can draw a clear line in the sand of who your business is for and who is who it isn't for. So for me personally, when it came to uh, expanding this brand to making God the CEO of, of our business to becoming this blessed and bossed up brand I've been getting a lot of people saying um referring to me as a kingdompreneur so we know like everybody loves to change the first part of entrepreneur or the last part of entrepreneur to kind of make it something different so you may have like uh mompreneurs or foodpreneur or kingdompreneur or thispreneur whatever so people refer to have been referring to me as a kingdompreneur because of the fact that I talk about God and I'm very adamant to say what I am not is a kingdompreneur I may God is the CEO of my business. I talk about God, but if I was to categorize myself as a kingdompreneur, I'm taking myself away from the very people that I'm supposed to serve. I, I always say I did not grow up in church. Um, I'm not a church girl. I'm simply somebody who decided to make God the leader of my life and I talk about it. But what I am not is is subscribe to any type of religious practices or any type of, let's say, uh, hmm, routines or way or anything that some person, man may have come up with. I don't subscribe to that. I subscribe to me and God's personal relationship and I do what I'm told and I grow in that aspect, but I don't like to be a kingdom preneur because I feel like that separates me. Like I said, from the very people I'm supposed to help the people that I'm talking to is not watching um, TBN, which is a Christian network. We're not listening all the time to 104.1, which is a Christian um, radio station in the D.C. area. We're not always doing that. We're listening to 93.9, which is an urban station in the D.C. area. Or we're watching the Breakfast Club interviews. We on Instagram and we don't all, only follow Christian people like we what we uh, tune into the shade room from here and there to see what what the tea is going on right now like that's those are my people so for me so for me to separate myself and say I'm a kingdompreneur uh all of this like that's not what it is it's that's not who I am I'm very clear that's not who I am and so it's it's important for you guys to define who you are and who you're not so that you can make sure that you stay on in line with your goals with your purpose with what God's plan is for your business and don't allow anybody to characterize you now this isn't to shade anybody who may have referred to me that because it's a popular term but that's not who I am you might catch me at a Christian conference and you might also catch me at Beyonce's concert or you might also catch me at um what's the festival that I like in New York um Summer Jam you may catch me at Summer Jam you know it's I don't I personally do do not want to be I want to be very clear that I'm not boxed into the kingdompreneur title. This is a business podcast. It's not in the religion and spirituality category. So 
again, you have to be very clear about who you are and who you are not um, when it comes to your personal brand. And then for me, I'm very clear that I'm not perfect. And, and that's something that we have to keep in mind as well when it comes to um, developing our personal brand or developing any type of branding because we're in this social media age where we have to have these, everybody's telling us how pretty your pictures have to be. You have to make sure you edit it a certain type of way. You have to make sure you have a high quality camera. Your graphics have to look, look a certain type of way. Your page should be designed like this. We live in this this era where we have to architect these pretty pictures and these perfect scenarios and, uh, as a a necessity, I guess, for people to want to buy into us. And so we have to give ourselves the freedom to be authentic. And so that was something that I had to come to the conclusion for as well was I'm never going to paint the picture as if I'm perfect. I'm going to tell you what I do right. I'm going to tell you what I do wrong. I spent the whole first 20 minutes of this episode telling you how last week was a struggle for me. You know, so you have to to decide again, who you are and who you are not, but you also have to be authentic. People can see through a fake so fast. So you have to be very true to who you are. Um, Yeah. And then also you have to be clear about who you are and what you do. Confusion is the worst thing that you can do when it comes to any type of marketing. If somebody is confused, this matter of fact, it's two things that, that two huge mistakes that people make with their marketing. First, if you confuse people as far as what you do and how you do it or how what that means to them, because when it's not about you, when your marketing is all about your consumer, never make the mistake of thinking that your marketing is about you. If you're talking about yourself all day, then you're not doing the right thing. You have to always talk about your consumer. What does that mean for me? If whatever you're doing marketing wise does not answer the question of what does that mean for me and me being your target audience, then you're, you need to go back and do it over. Always answer that question. But a lot of people make the mistake of not being clear or confusing their audience. When people are confused, they don't make a buy-in decision. All the consumer behavior reports say that when people are confused, they don't make a buying decision. So you don't need to be confusing your audience. Also, when you are when you give people too many options, they don't make a buying decision. If you tell me the hardest decision, I'm telling you straight up, the hardest decision that I have to make in the month, one of the hardest ones is when I go to the nail salon and got to pick a color. There are so many colors. And I know I'm getting my nails done because I have to. There's a part of my maintenance for me, keeping myself up. But I'm like, why are there all these colors? Why couldn't you just give me a color and, and, I, and I can just say yes or no? You know what I mean? And so, and so that's kind of a lighthearted example. But it's the same thing. If you have like a hundred different products, people are going to get confused and overwhelmed and then they're not going to get anything. And then you still don't make the money. So it's important that you are, that you don't give people too many options. One thing that I always tell um, people when it comes to their marketing is after you're clear about who you are and what you do, then you have to find a particular product or service that solves the main problem of your target audience. So something that's going to solve a, a specific problem for them. So you may be a trainer, right? But if you have five different training programs, how is somebody who wants to lose weight going to know which one to get? Like, of course, losing weight is the objective. Everybody wants to lose weight. That's weight. That's too general. So you have to come up with products and services that are, are much more specific to somebody's uh, particular problem. So if your target audience struggles a lot, let's say with their midsection, you know, everybody want a small waist and a big butt, right? So if you, when you're deciding what you're going to offer so that you're not offering too much, just say, here is my 12 week personal training program on getting you a, fl a flat tummy, but keeping your curves. That's very specific. So now as opposed to me flipping through all it is that you're selling me, I can just pick the one that's work that works exactly for what my problem is. So that kind of ties in everything that ties in keeping your target audience first, that, that ties in being specific about what it is you do that ties in being specific about what problem you're solving. So yeah, it's important you guys to focus on that when it comes to your marketing. Um, 
But going back to developing that personal brand or figuring out how you're going to market yourself, a lot of the times your marketing isn't working because you don't have your own voice because you're not clear about who you are and what you do. You then just become a compilation of everybody you admire. You sound a little bit like me. You sound a little bit like uh, who? I don't know. You sound a little bit about uh, like a different. You sound a little bit like different people in the business world that you may admire or different people um, that you may look up to because you don't have your own voice. You haven't taken a second to figure out who you are and what you do. And now this is both spiritual and practical. Like you have to figure out who you are in God so that you can make sure that you're doing the right thing. But you also have to figure out for yourself, like what's your expertise? For me, I may help people with their businesses, but I'm very specifically working on their marketing. A lot of the other stuff is like, copy and paste you know but the the thing that people really mess up with with their business is their marketing because the marketing is what's going to make you money and at the point of your business to make money right and so with me my particular lane is with marketing I'm not going to teach you about accounting that's not my job that's why whenever I get questions about anything legal or accounting wise I say go to an accountant go to a lawyer that's not me if you got a marketing question we can go over that all day but you really have to figure out again uh, what you do and why you do it, who you are, who you are not, so that your marketing can actually make sense. And all of that really goes in to, and it should be packaged into your unique selling proposition. Your USP is simply what makes you different from all your competitors. That's Your USP is why I'm going to come to you and buy from your business as opposed to buying from somewhere else. That's the single most important thing that you really need to figure out when it comes to your marketing is what makes Makes you different because passion ain't enough. It being your calling ain't enough. You know, you have to figure out what makes you different so that you can communicate that with your audience. And also when it relates to developing that personal brand is don't be afraid to grow. The benefit of marketing yourself and, and putting yourself out there in the forefront as the face of your company is you get the freedom to grow. The reason why it's been a very smooth transition from being the Black Girl Boss podcast to the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is because I'm very honest and very open and transparent about who I am, what I do, what I believe in, and I communicate the process over time. I told y'all straight up, listen, I developed a great relationship with God over the last year. One of the things God had me do was to switch this podcast. This is what it's going to be. You can either hop on board and be with it or you can fall off if you or new people are going to come to it because of the adjustments. And I'm going to love everybody who rides with me because that's who I am. You know what I mean? I'm going to take the time when somebody is writing us people are purchasing this prayer journal I'm going to write hundreds of thank you notes because I'm a humble person who I am and is I appreciate people who support me I know y'all don't have to listen to me so I'm going to take the time and and hand write a thank you note to every single person I don't care how long it takes me that's something I'm going to do because just because I may have I may have reached a certain level of success so I may have met made a certain amount of money that don't mean nothing it can all be taken away from me and I'm never going to get big headed enough to think that I'm too good to do anything and for me that humbleness and that being very much so in tune with my target audience has set me apart and me making sure that I didn't paint a pretty picture or paint a perfect picture of podcasting or or my business or who I am has allowed me the freedom to just be myself every single week on this show and it's allowed my business to grow because I I communicate with my expertise, but I also give you me. So you may work with me as opposed to somebody else because you have subscribed to who I am. And that's the same thing for your business. Once you develop, once you get that business part down pat, you understand your products and services. You understand your unique selling proposition. You understand your core value. You're in a, a, you have that good foundation. Then it's time to start putting yourself out there because people, a lot of times your unique selling proposition is you. Somebody might come to you who may have less experience than somebody else because they buy into you. So it's important to develop that personal brand. And a lot of times what I found is people are afraid to put themselves out there. Here go that fear thing again. We keep talking about this. A lot of people are 
afraid to put themselves out there. And I know firsthand because I was afraid to put myself out there. I was afraid to start a podcast because, again, I felt like nobody wanted to hear what I had to say. Or I was afraid of what people would think about me putting myself out there. Because with vulnerability, you you make yourself susceptible to get hurt. So I was afraid of getting hurt by what people say about me being myself. But you got to get over that. You know what I mean? You have to get over that and put yourself out there because the reason why God gave you this gift or the reason why God put this idea in your head is because you need to execute it. There's something special about you executing this idea. So it's important to develop that personal brand so people can understand why. So yeah, I'm not even going to go off on no spiritual tangent. We about to get back into the marketing stuff. (laughs) But yeah, the last thing I wanted to really just cover generally about marketing and in the next few weeks I have some interviews lined up so I got some great interviews for you guys coming up but um in the next few weeks of the the episodes with just me I'm really going to go deeper into specific marketing things but I wanted to talk about it just on a broad scale for this episode um and so for the last thing I wanted to talk about is where you should be marketing because a lot of mistakes I see people make is they start a business they like okay I, I gotta get on social media so they make a Twitter a Facebook, an Instagram, and they're like, okay, bet I'm about to make all these pretty graphics. I'm gonna put them out there. I'm gonna go live. It's gonna pop off. But you don't even <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. That's like that's a lot of energy just being being thrown out there. Like that's shooting in the dark. I don't like shooting in the dark. I like to have a clear target. I need to know what I'm shooting to, what gun I need to use, how I need to use it so I can make sure I hit that target because that's how you work smarter and not harder. So when it comes to where you should be marketing, that's when we go back to understanding that target audience and understanding marketing trends. So when you know exactly where you need to be marketing that's going to actually lead to conversion which is it's going to lead to sales then you don't waste a lot of time on other stuff and so um I know for me when it came to I knew I was going to get into the consultant area and I was trying to figure out like how am I going to reach my target audience I could have just stuck with Instagram because everybody is learning how to monetize Instagram right and I'm gonna tell you straight up Uh, If you're trying to learn how to monetize Instagram now and you're just starting your business, you're very late to the party. You should probably do some more digging to figure out what's another option because everybody's selling on Instagram. So your little picture is not going to stand out because it's pink and not gray. Like everybody's selling on Instagram. Instagram is owned by Facebook. Facebook is an ad agency at this point. Like Facebook isn't even a social network anymore at this point. It's an ad agency. So you have to go with the understanding that it's a a play to pay. It's a pay to play game on both Instagram and Facebook. So if you're just now trying to figure out how to monetize that, you're late to the party. You're either going to buy ads or you're going to get pushed to the bottom of the barrel. That's how it works. Um, If you're trying to figure out how to market on Twitter, go ahead and give that up. Twitter has not proven to be um, good or uh, Twitter hasn't proven to be a good conversion tool as far as marketing goes. So go ahead and give on that, give up on that too. Um, What you shouldn't give up on though is, or I'll tell you some of the underutilized platforms as far as marketing goes is one Pinterest. Pinterest is severely slept on. If you have any type of business that is visual, so if you're an interior designer, if you're in the food industry, if you're in the uh, athletic field or like personal training and stuff like that, and you don't have a Pinterest, you are sleeping at the wheel. Pinterest is totally underutilized. So I highly suggest that you write that down for your to-do list this week is to go on Pinterest. Also, a mistake that people make with Pinterest is they think is a social network. Pinterest, and this is the same mistake that people make with YouTube as well. Pinterest and YouTube operate not as social networks, but as search engines. So everything that you do on both of those platforms need to be uh, in the format to where they are searchable. So um, if you guys haven't looked into search engine optimization, which is SEO, do some research. It's super annoying because it's very, very technical and confusing. But if you want to spend your time doing something that's going to make you money, that's something that you really need to be prioritizing or pay for somebody uh, to do because 
being SEO friendly in today's world is your best friend. So before you pay for a graphic designer to make you some pretty uh, Instagram graphics, you need to pay somebody to optimize your website and your Pinterest and YouTube if you're using those for SEO, because that's what's going to get you that return on investment. But anyway, people are sleeping on Pinterest. Now, YouTube is also a great platform. The thing about YouTube is, is YouTube takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time. That's why mine ain't done yet. It takes a lot of time to to record videos, to edit the videos and all of these other things. It's definitely a time consumer. However, it's something that's worth the time. If your target audience, let's say if you are in, hmm, let's say, you're in, let's say, the hair care industry, for example, even back to the personal training industry. If you're in an industry where a lot of times people are looking for how to how to, let's say, get a get a six pack, how to uh, corn roll my hair, how to you need to be creating these type of videos. If you are in an industry or whatever your business is and you're able to to create content that uh, is searchable in that type of way, then you need to be on platforms like Pinterest and YouTube because that's where people are going. Um, yeah. And that's where people are going to be able to find you. So again, just quickly recap, if you ain't about to pay for these ads or figure out uh, how to create these ads that convert, go ahead and, and understand you just late to the IG party. That's not going to be maybe your main marketing platform. Stop tweeting. It take up a lot of time, but go to places like Pinterest and YouTube. Now, I'm not saying again, I'm not saying that these things aren't useful. I'm not saying these aren't useful, but I'm saying find the platform that makes you that converts the most so that you can spend most of your time on that. And then you can use these other things. So for me, my platform that works for me is podcasting. When I decided to do a podcast, uh, in addition to all the emotional things, when I decided to do a podcast, it was because I knew that my competitors were not really doing podcasting. I also knew podcasting is and still is a very new platform. People haven't really um, utilized podcasts in a way it should be. A lot of people don't still don't know what podcasts are. It's new. So I wanted to get ahead of the wave and start creating an audience in a, 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 um, a medium that uh, my competitors were not at. I also knew that my target audience were starting to get into podcasts. So I'm like, cool, this is the perfect opportunity as people are still looking for podcasts. Now they haven't settled on these are the shows I listen to all the time and I'm not really, I don't really got time for no more. People aren't really there yet. They're still looking for podcasts. So I knew this was an opportunity for me to create um, a brand and, and create a marketing tool for me to build a, a, a tribe of my target audience. And that's exactly what this has been able to do. Now, that's not to say I don't get on Instagram. I don't have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram, but I have a highly engaged Instagram. I get tons of DMs, tons of comments. I respond to every last one of them. My following is very engaged because of the uh, relationship we've built through podcasting. So if I post something that's, let's say, uh, promotional on Instagram, it's not necessarily to get new people to buy into me. It's just to tell the people that already rock with me just to remind them on what's going on. You know, so Instagram is not something I prioritize for my business because my money comes from podcasting. All I got to do is talk for one hour. Like, like, check this out. This is what happens when you find the platform, the platform that works best for you and you prioritize it. All I have to do is talk for one hour a week, maybe two or one hour and a half if I do a mini so. I only have to talk one hour a week and I make money. One hour a week, y'all. And it take it takes me maybe two hours tops to put the podcast out. Because I'm doing it myself, I can edit it as I go. And then once I'm done, I upload it to the little thing that levels out the sound and I post it on SoundCloud. It takes me two hours tops if I'm moving slow to get a podcast out. Two hours a week and that funds my whole life. Think about that though. Like I became an entrepreneur because I wanted the freedom of my time. I didn't want to be a slave to a job or my business. So for me to be able to build something that allows me to just talk for an hour a week and and, and um, meet my revenue goals, 
is a blessing, but it's be- and it's also because I found my platform. So for you, your platform might be YouTube. It might take you six hours a week to get your videos edited and up. But if that's six hours a week, it's going to help you reach your revenue goals as opposed to spending all day figuring out Instagram's algorithm or figuring out or making sure that you're tweeting all day so that you're still even seen in people's feeds. Like, why waste all that time doing that when you can do the one thing that's making you money? I'm all about working smarter and not harder. And so I highly suggest for you guys that's figuring out how to market your business after you do the things that we talked about, like defining your business and core values and getting that foundation right. After you figure out who you are, what you stand for, what that personal brand is going to be, then figure out where is my platform? What's what am I going to what is going to be the thing that gives me that return on investment? And to be honest, for the money that I make a month to talk one hour a week, that is a heck of a return on investment. And it's, it gives me confidence in my business. So when it comes to doing other things, I know that I can just talk about it on my podcast. Like it gives me the freedom of my time. I don't have to be on Instagram all day. I can take two weeks off of Instagram and not miss out on any anything, any income or anything like that. So again, for you guys, really, really find your platform. Um, And I think I'm going to just in there because with marketing, I could go into so much. So I'm going to really divide. I'm going to do a masterclass on a a particular marketing tool. And I think my next few masterclasses are going to be on different things within marketing. Um, And in, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to talk a lot more about marketing and your business. So if you have any questions, definitely go to ask uh, or no, it's go to blessedandbossedup.com. Click on the ask a boss tab so that you can submit your question to be answered on the show. Or you can also submit any marketing topics that you want me to cover on the show or through my masterclass. And the last thing I wanted to talk about as far as, or I just missed as far as finding out your platform or understanding the marketing trends is the next wave, the next marketing wave, and not just the marketing wave, but just the next technology wave that's going to really be a vital part of the world is virtual reality. So I guess this is your little marketing update, marketing industry update is that uh, virtual reality is the next big thing. It's the next big epidemic. And so for me as a marketer and as an entrepreneur, I'm like, what's up with virtual reality? Like we see it, like I've I've been in line at TJ Maxx and seen like the little glasses for virtual reality. It's out there, but it's not like in everybody's homes yet. But the industry is predicting that virtual reality is going to be the next big wave. So for me, I'm like, oh, if that's the next big wave, then why? I need to study why and what does that mean for me and my business? So with me understanding that virtual reality is the next next big epidemic, I've been doing research on what is it about virtual reality? So the thing about virtual reality, well, one, what is it about virtual reality and how can I create that experience that people are migrating to? How can I create that experience in my business right now. So when it comes to virtual reality, the reason why people are um, going towards it the way they are is because it allows them to escape where they are right now. I mean, look at the political climate, for example. Donald Trump is the freaking president. Like, come on. And I don't even talk politics for real. But just look at our world right now. Donald Trump is the president. Um, There's so much going on as far as race and things like that going on right now in the world. The economy, jobs, like there's a lot going on in real life. You know, life happens to all of us. And so because of that, a lot of people want to escape it and get immersed into a different type of life. So they put on this headset. They put on these uh, headphones. They got these little hands things for some of it where they're able to fully feel like they're in a different reality. So what that tells me is people want to escape where they are to get to some type of euphoric state elsewhere, right? So for me, I may not, I'm not selling goggles or I may not have virtual reality as a part of my business, but what I can do is create an experience. What I can do is every time you listen to this podcast, put you in a different state of mind that you need the podcast to be in, to, to get into that. So you may your your day to day life may be 
uh, may not be where you want it to be. You may be stressed. You may be going through things. But when you listen to this podcast, you have an experience that makes you feel hopeful. It makes you feel excited about your business. It makes you want to get to work. It motivates you. It, it allows you to, it puts you in an alternative reality. And then it makes you want to create that reality for yourself. That's how I'm able to, to better market my business. That's how I'm able to constantly grow as far as my brands and my businesses are concerned, because I'm able to to take whatever the trends are and make that work for me. So for you guys, as you're thinking about your marketing, look at the trends. You know, the trends, it can be something simple like, hey, ain't nobody reading blogs no more. It's all about podcast and video. So that can let you know, okay, the time that I'm spending writing these long blog posts and getting them edited and all that, let me apply that to um, instead doing some type of audio, you know, or let me do videos now on my blogs. I know for me personally, I like to cook. So I am always looking for new recipes and Sometimes I don't feel like reading all these recipes. I would rather watch a one minute video of you putting it together and let me just take the grocery list and I'll go and I'll do it myself. And now a lot of blogger food bloggers now that I follow, they are doing videos now on their blog. So they may have the text and the recipes, but they also have a video for that for to appeal to that new trend. So the same thing for you. Pay attention to the trends. Don't let people tell you what the trends are. Because again, if you're only listening to people, even me, if you're only listening to people, you're limiting yourself to their perspective. So always stay abreast on what's going on in your industry. And even if marketing isn't your industry, it applies to you because that's how you make money in your business through marketing. So stay abreast on what's going on in the marketing industry as well so that you can stay ahead of the curve. It, stop. It, like, again, if you're still trying to figure out how to monetize Instagram, buy an ad. That's the answer. <laughs> uh, stop wasting time uh, or because you're late to the party. Figure out what is that that platform? How can you separate yourself from your competitors? My competitors may have podcasts, but they'll have like a podcast this week. It might be three weeks later. They'll have another one. You're not even invested into them anymore because you don't even know when a new episode is coming out or they may have just stopped doing podcasts altogether. It's a lack of consistency. But me, you know, for a fact, you're going to get this episode every Monday. You just trying to figure out when like you hitting a refresh on iTunes, like, okay, Tatum, what's going on? That's how I was able to one get in a space that was new for my audience and separate myself from my competitors. I knew with podcasting that people nine times out of 10, y'all are listening to me while you're doing something. Y'all are either on your commute, y'all at work, y'all might be cleaning your house. You're listening to me while you're doing something else. So that means you can't be listening to me doing something else and paying attention to my competitors. I'm inserting myself in your life in a way that sets me apart from other people. But I only reason I was able to figure out that that was something I needed to do was because I knew my target audience. I saw that the podcast wave was um, coming and it's still coming. And I decided to hop ahead of it so that I can better uh, give a better experience to my consumer. So where you don't have to stop and check your email to hear from me, you know, but I still utilize these other platforms. You still going to see stuff on my Instagram. You're still still going to see stuff whenever I decide to tweet. <laughs> You're still going to see stuff on Facebook. But where I'm exerting all of my energy to is the thing that makes the return on investment. So I know I said I was going to end like 10 minutes ago, but I'm actually going to end right there. So if you have any questions, go to uh, blessedandbossedup.com. Click the Ask a Boss tab. Definitely submit your wins of the week. Like I definitely want to shout y'all out and celebrate all of you guys. Thank you again to everybody who's purchased the Blessed and Bossed Up. Not Blessed and Bossed Up. The God is my CEO prayer journal. If you have not gotten it, get it off Amazon or you can still order it at blessedandbossedup.com so that you can join us on April first for the blessed and bossed up challenge again follow me on instagram at tatum tamia t-a-t-u-m-t-e-m-i-a i'm going to be deleting the black girl bosses instagram so gotta follow your girl uh or you're not going to be able to keep up online so um yeah that's it thank you guys so much for all of your kind words and dms please keep them coming because they truly motivate me and keep me focused on being uh, intentional about what god wants me to do and i will holler at y'all next week What does 25 cents back on every purchase mean to you? A free lunch? That gadget you've been eyeing? A night out with the fellas? 
With your Premise Perks checking account, you get 25 cents back with every purchase using your debit card and zero ATM, overdraft, or annual fees. With this completely free account, you can watch the money roll in with every swipe and find the freedom to go further with your cash. 